Hello, my name is Dee Dee Madigan, and welcome to another episode of Home Plates, a podcast all about international food. Every episode, I sit down with an international student to learn all about their food culture. In this episode, I sit down with Ashley Johan, who is from Indonesia, and we discuss a whole lot of fun stuff. We talk a little bit about Indonesia's colonial past, to Indonesia's favorite instant noodles, which are Indomie, which you can actually buy right here in the States at QFC if you want to. However, Ashley does warn me that it does not have all the MSG that makes it very good, like the ones back in Indonesia. So fair warning. Stay tuned, you're listening to Home Plates. Ashley Johan? How do you pronounce your last um, name? Johan. Johan? All right. So I am here with Ashley. <laughs> She's from Jakarta, Indonesia? Correct, yeah. Awesome. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, so just your year in school, your major, and um, when did you come to the U.S.? So I came to the U.S. last year in September 2016. So that means I'm going up to be a sophomore in the fall. Do you remember the first meal you had in the U.S.? Okay, so funny story is, uh, you know how Western media is very international, and a lot of children who have access to international cable grew up with a lot of the same media that American kids do. SpongeBob SquarePants or Dora the Explorer and... Disney Channel, so I grew up aware of all the American foods like corn dogs and burgers, but there weren't many back home. And so I remember the first time I came to America, I immediately told my parents that I wanted to go get a corn dog. (laughs) That was probably one of the first few foods I had here. (laughs) I think I was in San Francisco and we were at the Fisherman's Wharf and there was like a food truck somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i'm not crazy about corn dogs but Mm -hmm. i feel like they are pretty pretty american just like either i like now that i like try them again i'm like that great but then like back then i was like oh my goodness i could finally try a corn dog (laughs) i don't really know a lot about indonesian food i'll be honest so can you just like tell me sort of about what makes indonesian food unique Indonesia takes up a lot of space on the map, but it's not because we have a lot, a lot of land, but because the, our islands are just like spread across our area. Indonesia is a mix of several different cultures and religions, mainly because we had a lot of traders uh, across history. We had Buddhist people, Christians, Catholics, and a lot of Muslims in our country which overall affects what kind of food we have as well. In addition to that, we were a Dutch colony for a really long time, so you can see some food that are very influenced by the Dutch culture. For example, one very typical Indonesian kid breakfast is just bread with butter and chocolate sprinkles. (laughs) And it's so weird thinking about that because we're a country in Southeast Asia and you think about rice and chili, which we do have, but we also have that. Indonesia in in of itself is very diverse and it's just a mix of everything and it's kind of weird sometimes, but the food works. Most of the time when people come to travel to Indonesia, they usually eat foods that are 
mainly consisting of rice, some sort of meat like fish or chicken or beef, we have all that. But since we're a um, majority of our citizens are Muslims, we are mostly a halal country. So you will rarely find pork in any of our food. What would you say then are staple foods of Indonesian okay. food? So like I said, Indonesia is influenced by so many cultures. And one dish that I thought of that is considered a staple of Indonesian food would probably be fried rice. But when you think of fried rice, you think of like the, the fried rice you see in like Chinese restaurants um, that's like plain yellowish colored with veggies. But Indonesia has their own kind of fried rice, which is actually brown. And it's because Indonesians love sweet soy sauce. Only Indonesia carries sweet soy sauce, even though a lot of people around the world love the taste of it. They just like add sugar to regular soy sauce, and it's only Indonesia who produces sweet soy sauce in the, its own bottle. Our fried rice is basically just fried rice with the sweet soy sauce and a lot of spices and herbs and veggies and meat. And that's basically the safest dish to go to <laughs> if you like visit Indonesia and that's what most foreigners are okay with eating. <laughs> I was reading, isn't that like the national dish of Indonesia? Probably. I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was reading it was like a fried rice dish and it yeah. sounds like that's what it is. And like like chicken skewers, that's also very Indonesian with sweet soy sauce. <laughs> What's the sweet soy sauce called? In, in, in Indonesia, it's called ketchup manis and ketchup literally means sauce and manis is sweet <laughs> so just sweet sauce <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense yeah <laughs> there's a like indonesian restaurant by the app it has pretty good food there i think do you remember the name of it it's called beetle cafe oh it's right by the university bookstore yeah i know a lot of people go there because it's a good place to study because we don't get a lot of customers i think we have a lot of Indonesians in Seattle, actually. I think the reason why we don't have as many restaurants is because of the resources, because a lot of Indonesian food requires a variety of spices and herbs that aren't usually readily available here in the States. So we have this leaf that we cook with a lot. It's called pandan leaves. I'm not sure if there's an English translation because it's mostly in Southeast Asia. But it gives a very like coconutty taste and a lot of Southeast Asians cook rice with these pandan leaves. It just makes the rice kind of sticky and very sweet. <laughs> that sounds really good. Yeah, those are some <laughs> of the spices. I'm pretty sure that we have many more, but I'm not sure if they're English names for them just because they're only found in Asia. <laughs> I like really want to go to that cafe now. It's really good. <laughs> so if I were to go there, what should I order? I think if you were to go to Beetle Cafe, the most authentic dish I had was their fried rice, actually. They also have this dish, which I think they're pretty authentic. It's called Batagor. So basically, it can be broken down into bakso, tahu, goreng. So bakso is meatball, and tahu is tofu, and goreng means fried. So basically, it's like a meatball wrapped in tofu skin and fried. Ooh, that sounds really good. <laughs> and usually we eat it by dipping it in like peanut sauce and that's mixed with the sweet soy sauce. A lot of our dishes are very sweet or spicy, not really sour like Korean food or Japanese food. How does food vary in 
different regions in Indonesia? Overall, Indonesian food is pretty hard to be like packaged into one sort of typical dish or variety of dishes. For one example would be soto, which is beef stew or beef soup. In Indonesia, we have a lot of different types of beef soups. There's one called soto betawi, which is beef stew originating from the province betawi. And it's more creamy and it has more coconut um, milk in it. And we have like tomatoes. It's a dish on its own, but on the other hand, we also have soto bandung, which is Bandung is a city in Indonesia and it's mostly with beef and radishes and it's a clear soup. So that <laughs> represents how one type of dish can vary depending on which province you're from. So that's one example I can think of. <laughs> it's interesting how many influences there are <laughs> in Indonesia. Yeah. I think that's what makes a lot of places with a lot of historical background or like, you know, colonization and stuff. So yeah. interesting because you can see that history reflected in the food yeah i think it's the same in america like i can't think of any yeah i mean i feel like most american food is food from other places i mean everyone eats pizza but that's from the italian immigrants yeah exactly american but it's americanized yeah Yeah, or like americanized chinese food oh yeah yeah that's i guess that's express yeah I know like in other places, if you go to like a McDonald's, say like in another country, they'll have different menus. Yeah. (laughs) Can you talk about fast food menus in Indonesia? Like how do they cater to the Indonesian taste buds? For McDonald's, I know that their sausage patties aren't made out of pork. So they're made out of beef and that's to cater towards the Muslim country, uh, Muslim population, since we are a Muslim country. One funny menu item we have is called the mixed spicy. (laughs) So it's breaded chicken patty, but the flour is kind of, it's seasoned with a lot of chili. Mm -hmm. So actually when you bite into it, there are like red flakes and the chicken has sort of a red tinge to it. And it's actually a really spicy burger. And I can't find it anywhere else. I came (laughs) here and I tried looking for it and apparently you guys don't have it so we, i feel like we generally just don't like spice those i think things. so too <laughs> like how spicy is like indonesian spice because i feel like thai spice for example mm-hmm. is like very spicy we're kind of similar okay to thai that makes sense to thailand because we're really close yeah. and actually indonesians really like spicy food not all for example i like spicy food but i can't have most of the more authentic chili paste that's usually served with a lot of our food i know my sister and my mom really likes eating fried food with just a pure chili pepper they would just like bite both at once (laughs) (laughs) apparently it tastes really good to them i'm not sure if it's genetic or if it's because indonesia is where we all lived in for a while indonesian food can get really spicy but it's not impossible you won't die (laughs) (laughs) okay that's good to know though so if you ever do go to indonesia (laughs) expect spicy yeah oh and also like on the topic of fast food actually the kfc in indonesia serves their fried chicken with rice i know they don't do it like that in america so that's one thing that I remember too. I like that. I I will go for that. Yeah. I eat rice so much. I'll I'll make rice and then bring it for when I go to KFC. 
So if you were to have like a guest over and let's just say then for this purpose, you could order from like the best like Indonesian place or whatever, but your guests didn't really know anything about Indonesian food, but they were mm-hmm. like, give me an Indonesian meal and this is like for dinner. Okay. What would you serve them? I would order this dish. I'm not even sure if it's called a dish because it, it's more like a buffet, but it's nasi tumpeng. It's basically just... It's served in a wide, flat, woven basket with a tall mound of rice in the middle. It's yellow because it's cooked in turmeric, and it's surrounded by all these side dishes like spicy fried potatoes. We have those, we have like meat and veggies, and a lot of different types of Indonesian side dishes, and usually. We order nasi tumpeng when it's a special occasion just because it's usually served as a really big portion and usually people would just take whatever they like. So they would take the rice first and then they pick whatever they want from the sides. So if I were to have someone over and if I could just order anything from a restaurant, I would order that just because it's kind of tiring to make it on your own (laughs) and there are actually a lot of services back home that cater and make specifically these kind of dishes so it's like good for sort of like a party then yeah because everyone can just like pick whatever they want (laughs) that's pretty sweet i like that idea it's in like a round little basket (laughs) is it like a normal meal for you or Um, some restaurants do serve nasi tumpang as like a single serving Mm. but most of the time we eat it when we have something to celebrate about just because it's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds yeah. like a lot of food. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. That's yeah. a good thing. <laughs> what is the food culture like in Indonesia? I think the food culture is very different in Indonesia compared to America. Um, one thing that I did notice after coming to America for college is that you guys have really large portion sizes whereas in Indonesia the portion sizes are relatively small and it's very common to not be so full after finishing one serving and I assume it's because uh, Indonesians lead relatively sedentary lifestyles they don't really walk around anywhere um, much like not like the way Seattle people do and we usually travel everywhere by car and we're usually at the office or in school so it's very normal to have small servings and to only eat two meals a day for most people so sometimes they would just skip breakfast and have lunch and dinner i also noticed that in indonesia a lot of our food is carb heavy filled with rice and veggies and meat and that's usually the that's usually what indonesian food is like you can tell that for lower class Indonesians, they add more rice and decrease the amount of meat and vegetables just because rice makes you really full and it's not ex- and it's really cheap as well. But also something unique about Indonesia is since we are a Muslim country, we do celebrate Ramadan, which is a month of fasting before Idul Fitri, which is their annual holiday. For Muslim people, it's sort of like the new year for them. So usually in that month, Muslims would fast from sunrise to sunset. And around the world, that heavily depends on the season. Well, some Muslims in the UK would fast from 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. at night because that's when the sun sets. Whereas in Indonesia, 
the sun would rise and set usually at six. And so restaurants would cater to that and offer promotions and something called breaking your fast together where a lot of people would come and sit together and sort of like a celebration, I guess, if you could put it that way. I feel like rice varies in different parts of Asia. It's really important to like most countries and cultures in Asia, but uh, I feel like the kind of rice they eat or how they prepare it varies slightly. Mm-hmm. So in, is there just like a, is there a certain kind of Indonesian way to prepare Indonesian rice? And then is there a certain type of rice grain that's mm-hmm. specific to Indonesia? Well, we eat mostly jasmine rice, which also Thai people eat. In comparison to other Asian countries, I know Japan um, prefers short grain rice, which is a lot more sticky. And where people in South Asia or the Middle East would have long grain rice. I assume it's because of the temperatures in those countries. But in terms of how rice is being prepared, much like other countries that that have rice as a predominant part of their diet, we also like to make fried rice. Uh, Earlier, I think you talked about Beetle Cafe, the Mm -hmm. Indonesian place on Av. Yeah. You can get that dish, like Indonesian fried rice there, right? Yeah, you can get Indonesian fried rice at Beetle Cafe. I think it's a good introduction for foreigners who, and people who haven't tried Indonesian food before, but a lot of Indonesians would attest to this and agree that there's one Indonesian cafe up on Ravenna called Indo Cafe, and they are actually the most authentic. What do you miss about Indonesian food? I guess the thing that I miss the most is how cheap it is, because... One thing that I have noticed after coming here is that food is a lot more expensive in the States. And sometimes the f- the price that I'm paying for doesn't justify what I'm getting. Because I feel like a lot of these restaurants that I'm eating at, which is usually on the app because I do go to the UW, a lot of these shops are opened up by immigrant mom and dads and so it tastes very home cooked but the thing is it's not from my home so it's it still feels weird another thing that i miss about indonesian food is the amount of spices that are added to indonesian food sometimes i get pretty annoyed when a dish isn't really spicy enough or that isn't as fragrant because i'm so used to being overwhelmed by the (laughs) smells and the spices so it, it, it was something that I had to get used to. Could you talk a little bit about Indonesian dessert and mm. what that looks like? Well, Indonesia has historically been a poor country, and we have a reputation of frying a lot of our foods. So actually, one of my favorite Indonesian desserts is fried bananas. That's what it is. They just cut up a banana and they fry it. And sometimes they sprinkle chocolate sprinkles and drizzle on sweet condensed milk and a lot of our desserts are crushed ice covered with sweet condensed milk and other sort of sides such as natarakoko which are condensed coconut cubes a lot of our desserts are very refreshing and they're cold and most of them are fried I have to ask our designated segment, which is all about junk food and drunk food. Mm -hmm. 
in our segment junk food and drunk food i like to ask my guests uh what they like to eat for junk food and drunk food so after a night out and then when you're just being lazy on the couch what are your go-to's well in america the biggest um fast food chains are you know mcdonald's burger king and kfc but actually after people have gone drinking they usually go to a side street stall and just order a bowl of indomie which is indonesia's instant noodles and that is actually a that is very inherent to our culture because we are actually very proud of having indomie because it's <laughs> a lot it's rated as the number one instant noodles on the internet so actually we don't eat a lot of mcdonald's or kfc just because they're the prices they are at are equivalent to a lot of the food we can get back home. So to us, it's not junk food; it's just comfort food <laughs> when you want cheap American food. <laughs> and we usually just eat a lot of fried food, which is junk food in and of itself. <laughs> can you get Indomie here? You can. Where Where could I find this? I've seen them in Wajimaya and QFC. The thing is. Indomie in Indonesia has a lot of MSG, <laughs> and America doesn't allow the amount that <laughs> we actually have. So actually, the ones you find in America are the export version or import version. Uh-huh. So if you ask any Indonesian why they bring boxes of Indomie over, <laughs> they'll probably explain to you that MSG is like, our crack essentially (laughs) (laughs) the only thing that's comparable i think to indomie that i'm familiar with is of course ramen Mm -hmm. how does indomie differ and why does it make it why is indomie better well when i think of ramen i think of the bowl of noodle soup and the difference is indomie is a lot smaller like i said portion sizes in indonesia are really small and it's dry so indonesians really like fried food as i've mentioned a lot of times and so what you do with indomie is that you boil the noodles but then you drain the water out and Mm. then you mix it with the spices so basically it's dry noodles so technically it is ramen because of how it is prepared but it's not ramen because it's dry it's not served (laughs) in a broth yeah cool all right well i really want to try that i want to try the indomie <laughs> here and then eventually i want to go to indonesia <laughs> and have the msg indomie, yeah. and i'm gonna be very excited to try that <laughs> along with all the fried desserts yeah. <laughs> it'll be a very healthy trip for me <laughs> all right uh this brings us to the end of the show but before you go i would love to ask you for a favorite food memory so my favorite food memory is actually when I was traveling in Europe, Paris to be exact, and me and my family were having a, we're having dinner in a pretty fancy restaurant. We had a great view of the Eiffel Tower and all the people there were dressed up, so it was a pretty fancy place. And then while we were, uh, while our, when our food came, we each ordered individual dishes, but then in Indonesian culture and perhaps in a lot of Asian cultures, it's very common to share your food just because you want your family to try what you're having so you guys can get the full experience. So while we were eating, we actually shared small bits of our food to each other. For example, I would pick off the food off my dad's plate and my sister would pick the food off my plate. So we thought it was 
okay because you know we we're trying to enjoy our dining experience but then slowly we started noticing that we were getting cold stares from the servers and the people around us <laughs> and we just assumed that is because it's considered rude and it probably is in french culture but it was just really funny because it shows that it shows that we we were sharing because we care for each other we want them to enjoy what we are enjoying as well so that was probably my favorite food memory because i learned so much from that mistake <laughs> Great story. Thank you so much, Ashley, for joining Thank me. Thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate it. This was another episode of Home Plates. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for a new episode next week. Science, technology, engineering, and math. My name is Prapanit Dua, and I host a podcast called Women in STEM, where I sit down and talk with men and women in different STEM fields about where their careers have taken them, and I also discuss important issues surrounding women in these fields. Join me every other Tuesday on the Soundbite Network from the University of Washington. For more like this and other great shows covering sports, science, relationships, and the arts, visit the Soundbites website, uwpodcast.com. That's uwpodcast.com.